What did the Penguins have to do to keep guys healthy? Who will get punishment this week? The Penguins are inching up the NHL power rankings, but who is inching up Andrew's Penguins power rankings? And what are we going to do during the All-Star break? Find out all that and more on this week's episode of Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jim. And we are going to talk a lot about a lot of things today. We've got uh, four games to look at, and we've got punishment to dole out, and we've got predictions to make on only one actual game. But we actually thought that what we would do with the All-Star break coming up is actually begin... uh, Not begin. Let me try that again. We thought that we would actually predict the outcome of the three-on-three tournament and what's going to happen in maybe some of the skills competitions. Yep. And, and we're going to predict the, the women's three-on-three yeah. game. That'll be, it's interesting. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew likes talking about girls. So. Okay, calm down. <laughs> All right, well, let's begin uh, with the NHL power rankings. Tease that at the opening. I want to just talk a little bit about this. Um, on Thursday, the NHL uh, came out with their power rankings. They do that every Thursday. The uh, writers and experts, I don't put experts in quotes. Um, we use that term loosely. Liberally. Yeah. yeah. Um, they uh, set the top 16 teams in the league. And uh, if you are in first place, you get 16 points. If you're in second place, 15 points on down to one point for 16th place. And so they uh, they put all these teams, uh, top six, their top 16 teams, on a list. They assign the points, and then they put them all together, and the computer spits out the top 16 teams in the league. The Penguins have been sitting in the top five for several weeks, but this week... They finally broke the top three, coming in at number three, one point ahead of Boston. Number one is St. Louis. Number two is Washington. Uh, Four are the Bruins, and number five is Tampa Bay. So uh, I wanted to just get Andrew's thoughts on this and maybe talk a little bit about what's going on here. So, Andrew, what are your thoughts? about? I think it's well-deserved. When you look at what we've gone through, I mean, honestly, we should have been up there a while ago. But when you look at what we've gone through and, like, injury-wise and, like, mainly the injuries. But, yeah, and then, you know, the, you play some of the teams that we have really good abs the past the past week. Avs, you know, Boston twice. The Wings, just big win there. Big win, you know. <laughs> we'll talk so, about that in um, a minute. But, yeah, I, in Vegas, too, I think um, – I think as we continue to see the Penguins do what they do and in, in facing those injuries and the, and the coaching staff doing what they're doing, um, I have to I have to venture to guess that the Penguins are probably going to uh, do some kind of uh, trade or try to acquire somebody uh, nearing up the trade deadline, which is a while down the road. But you got to think that. Uh, with all these injuries, Gensel being out probably until yeah. the playoffs, um, we're probably going to look to add a little bit more firepower. I mean, up until that Gensel trade, I think they were fine with just keeping the way we were. You mean the Gensel injury? The Gensel injury, not the trade. Wow. That's all right. 
I said trade. You had trade yeah, on your mind. But because a lot of those injuries weren't long time, long term. Right. But this not one as long. Not as right. long term. Yeah, they were like you know a couple months. But this one, he's gonna kill us, especially with the way he was producing. He was on. I mean, he had an all star season already. Yeah. He was on his way to fifty point scorer this year. Yep. Yeah. And this crap is just so. And they're saying Galchenyuk is getting shopped around, which I'm totally fine with. I'm, I'm with okay with that too. The, the more shopped. I more I watch this team, the more I think uh, Galchenyuk is probably the piece that will get traded. I mean, um, and honestly, I do think I. I'm sorry. I do think that it would probably be smart. Uh, let me let me back up. I hope that Galchenyuk, if we're shopping him around, I hope he starts to produce a little more. Just for the sake of trade value, um, at the production level that he's at right now, I'm not sure we'd get a lot for him. But he did have, he was good in Arizona. He was very good in Arizona. And that's why we got him. He just hasn't clicked with the team. Right. And that's that's everything. So if he gets traded somewhere, like, I don't know, like the Kings are looking to trade a couple pieces, and I know the Senators. So if he goes to one of them, he could easily click with their system and... Could be, could be. Kick butt. Yeah, could be. Um, one other thing that I want to just mention here before we jump into the games, the I don't know how many of you watch the uh, Penguins documentary series um, called In the Room. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, I strongly encourage you to get on to the on to YouTube and look up Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, In the Room is one of their channels on their uh, on their channel one of their sub channels and the the latest episode <coughs> excuse me the latest episode is episode four um it's there are a lot of neat things that they talk about a lot of behind the scenes things they talk about brian dumo uh dumoulin looking at uh spending time with his family during this injury um they talk about jake's injury and how the team responded and how sid came back um and then also there's a focus on uh, tristan jari and his rise to the number one spot. It's really good. I strongly encourage any Penguins fan to watch it and to make sure you uh, subscribe to it and, and watch it every time it comes out. They put out about six or seven a year, and uh, like I said, they just put out episode number four. So it's good. It's a good show. Have you have you watched it? I have not. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good show, and and uh, would encourage any Penguins fan to watch it. So. So let's talk about the games. Um, we did do predictions last week. We did do predictions last week. But let's get into these. Just forget about those and go into this week's. Why do you want to forget about those, Andrew? Hmm, I wonder. No. Okay. I just, I, you know, they, they weren't that good, you know. It's just, you know, let's just predict this, they, they, uh, they this fire game. Wait, they weren't good. They weren't good. They were poorly played by the whole team. Just trash, trash, trash. Wait, wait. So let's let's let's. No, 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 no. no. We I'm got not. I'm not letting penguins. you go from this. I'm not letting you go Playing from this. Playing the Flyers. I don't know if it's home. One of us. One of us. Stop. Against Philly. Stop. One what of us. What are your prediction for this game? Pittsburgh at Philly. One of us. Pittsburgh, went, Pittsburgh at home. Stop. Philly. No, I'm not. <laughs> one of us went perfect this week. I know that's and that's why I don't want to brag. You know. So let's get in. <laughs> no, it wasn't you, bud. It wasn't you and. Uh, because of that, there's punishment coming, right? Yeah, I guess. So we need to get out the the silver duct tape. 
Now, um, yeah, I, I went over there and I got this, and, and uh, this is a brand new, I don't know if it's brand new, but it's a fairly new roll of silver duct tape, and we'll have Andrew take a picture of this and, and maybe post it on, uh, on Instagram so that you can see what's going on here. This is, and this is really sticky this time. Yeah. Okay, come peel me. All right, <clears throat> this is gonna be. Should, should we talk about the games and then I'll come and. I'll no, 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 let's do it let, now. Let it set a Let's bit. do it now. Okay, here, hold still. You ready? Yeah. One. Oh, that was cheating. Oh, that actually stings. There's nothing on this. It still burns, man. All right, fine. You want to do it again on my own? No. Wham, 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 wham. No, you got it. You got it. Did you want to take a picture of the tape? I did not want to take a picture of the tape. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, that's done. That's good radio. I, I'm sorry. I, people people love that. Okay. So let's talk oh, about really the games don't. this week. <laughs> well, no one has complained. Just because no one listens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sorry. So this week we had four games. Uh... The Wild at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh at the Bruins, Pittsburgh at the Red Wings. Which was the dad's trip. And then uh, the Bruins came to Pittsburgh on Sunday. Yes. Yes, they did. So last week we began with a home game against the Minnesota Wild. Crosby came back into the lineup that week, uh, that game um, and had an immediate impact. In fact, you, in your, in your predictions... You uh, you even said that Crosby would have a huge impact on this game. I did, I did, I did indeed. He assisted on the uh, win, uh, winning goal, too. Yes, that he did. Malkin goal, power play goal. Okay, power power play looked good in this game. Just gonna say. Well, how many power plays did we have? We in had this four game? power plays. Okay, scored twice. Okay, both by Malkin. Yeah, there you go. Um, ba -ba can, can I back up just a second? If you wish. So at the beginning of this game, Coach uh, Boudreaux of the Wild, mm -hmm. um, he didn't have the right names on his lineup card. No. How in the heck does an NHL coach screw up like that? It wasn't him. He gave his job that job to the intern. The intern screwed up. You know, it happens. Okay, well... That's my um, theory. You're probably right. It was the intern. But still, that's that's not good. Um, no, it's not, but it was you know, kind of funny. So anyway... Um, very funny, actually. But yes, uh, at the beginning of this game, there was an odd man rush um, by the wild... And I got and and as I was watching this, I'm thinking, oh no, they're gonna they're gonna have an, a scoring chance. And I don't remember who it was, but as a team, there were there were one or two guys who just came flying back into that mess and broke it up, and it was awesome. I, I love the um, the passion that this team had um, in in coming back and and playing some good defense. Um, the, the the first power play goal from Malkin um, was a, a hard crash on the net. And it really looked like uh, what we need. I mean, those are the kinds of things we need from our power play to get it going. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if we keep up that kind of effort that we're going to see our power play become 
what we all thought it could be. Mm-hmm. 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 Your thought? No, I don't have any. Um, I, I I didn't write anything down. So so the second goal in this game, uh, great passing play from Marino to Simone. Um, it was one of the nicest goals of the year so far, I think. Um, reminded me of the goal from a month ago, a month and a half ago before Crosby's injury. Um, when uh, he and Rusty teamed up with a really nice on a real nice goal with Simone. It was it was really oh, nice yeah. uh, back and forth pass play. It looked really good. Um, okay. Nope. I need to say this. Okay. I want to honor one great hockey player by the name of Patrick Hornquist. He has been playing a lot rougher and tougher. Um, and the guys on the Wild were coming after him. Uh, in the last game against the Wild... Yeah. The Wild have something against Patrick Hornquist, yes. and I don't know what it is. Well, there are a lot of teams that have something against Patrick Hornquist. It's because he crashes the net and gets in the face of the of the other team's goalie. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, he held, he held his composure... In the, in the midst of taking some pretty heavy crap from a lot of guys. Um, but he dealt with it. Good job, Hornquist. I'm surprised he didn't start pushing back and get put in the penalty box. But he didn't. Yeah. He, he, it was good. It was, it was good. The third goal. Oh, my gosh. I loved oh this. God. I loved this goal. Uh, Malkin's coming in to the left of the net and simply just flips it. No look behind his back to Rust. Oh, yes. Rust puts it in the goal and uh, a beautiful behind the back pass from Malkin and Rusty does the Rusty. Yep. And uh, Buckets. No, you missed. He was a joke. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was an awesome goal. There are a lot of awesome goals in this game. Just saying. So uh, fourth goal, power play again by Gino. Uh, another awesome goal. Fifth and sixth goals. Those were all Crosby, right? All Crosby. He got the feed from McCann, uh, and really he was planning to, to pass it, but the backhand pass went off of the D-man Dumba. Mm-hmm. And then 39 seconds later, he makes that sick pass to himself off the back of the net. So um, I'm looking at the scoring summary, you know, yeah. on Hockey Reference. Not a sponsor. And I mean, it 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 doesn't. The net should have gotten an assist, right? Well, you He's would not think listed. so. Yeah, it's not listed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right side of the ice net, it should say, you know, right there. But it's just a sitting cross, yeah. which is. Well, you know. technically, that net belongs to the Wild, so they wouldn't get wouldn't no, get an assist because we were at home. No, but that's the Wild's net that no, they're defending. No, no, no. no. Yes, 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 yes. Stop. You okay. Stop. Uh, Sid looked really good in this game. Four points on the night from him. Um, just a really good game from him. So, mm-hmm. And that is why he's my player of the game. Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Nice. There you go. Nice segue, by the way. Thank you. Um, you know, that's what I live for. Segways and segues. Yeah. So let's go to uh, the Next game. Thursday night game. Penguins at Boston, oh, the Bruins. Da, 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 da. Um, this is game one. 
of the dad trip. The dad trip. Uh, and the fathers uh, of the team members and actually of the coaching staff, uh, they all get to go on this trip together. And it's a really cool thing that the Penguins do. I think there are other teams that do this too. But it was really cool to uh, be able to, to watch the dads enjoy the game. Um, and then the, the next night's game in Detroit as well. So this, this game started off very well. Oh, it did. The first minute, very well. All Pittsburgh. First minute, all Pittsburgh. Beautiful. All Pittsburgh from the minute. Um, Sidney Crosby scores about 26 seconds into the first period uh, with a slapper. Yeah, I, even the guys on the on the TV broadcast were joking that it looked like a, one of those 80s slap shots that just kind of went through in the the goalie. Like on those old like NHL '94 games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Aaron. Um, I really thought that this was a sign of good things to come. One was hoping. But it didn't. (laughs) Um, The Pens had a couple of really great shifts in this game where uh, they got a lot of good shots on Halak, but nothing got past him after Sid's initial goal. No. Oh, I was just going to say Pittsburgh was in the box. Five times, not counting the Hornquist penalties because those Mm -hmm. were matching whatever, roughing and fighting. Boston didn't score on the power play. So the penalty kill. Especially against Boston's. Yes, that's true. Power play. That's true. I mean, a first career fight for Hornquist. Yes. Which is hard to believe considering how he plays. And did he not win in that? But it was interesting because they got got into, they got matching roughing penalties, Mm -hmm. went to the box. And then the second they came out... Krug they, went after Hornquist. Well, they dropped the gloves. Nasty. They dropped the gloves and went. Um, but yeah. Um, Marchant scored an empty net goal at the end of the game. Um, I don't want to see him in the NHL anymore. I wish he would just like... Disappear? Get paralyzed. No, I don't wish that on anybody. I just... Partially paralyzed. The guy... Every time I have to look at his rat face... My blood pressure goes up ten to thirty points, and that's not good. So, in the words of the great Michael Scott, it makes me want to smash it. Yes, smush it. Definitely smush it. Something like that. Smush it, or just twist it off his little head, or and off make his him eat neck. it. Yeah, there you go. So the Penguins lose this game four to one, and while I did call the bees win, I did not want to see them lose. That this stands bad. for butts, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, the Boston butts. <laughs> so uh, game two of the dad trip uh, saw us go to Detroit to play the Red Wings. Now, um, coming into this game, Detroit only had 12 wins on the season. So you would think that this shouldn't be a real tough game for the Penguins, who have been playing so well lately. But again, they played down to their opponents. Also, it was just after the Boston game, like, you know. True. The travel, you know. So, I mean, I give him a break in the first period. Sure, sure, sure. Well, Murray's in goal in this game. Murray's in goal. And uh, he did, I thought he looked good in this game. He's been looking good. Better. Better, yeah. Um, he had a couple really good stops. Uh, the goal he did give up was screened well, and and he, he had a tough time seeing it. So Former Penguin, Trevor Daly, got an assist. Well, there you go. It's not okay. There you go. Now, my player of the game for the Boston game. Oh, yeah. Has to be Patrick Hornquist. 
Yes. He was trying I to will, get our boys I back into the game. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, yeah, I, I have a. I hope that they did not have a mic on him during that game. <laughs> oh, but there there was a there was a uh, pretty loud. Oh yes, f bomb. Yes, I yes. think it was up in the refs mic. I think we I think I we think. heard that. I think we heard yeah, that. I mean, you both looked at each other and were like, "Holy hello, God. hello, ding dong." Um, pretty bad. Jimmy Howard also played out of his mind in this game. Out um, of his guard. The the Penguins goal uh, in regulation came on a power play By uh, from Brian Berean Rust. Rust. Is uh, there anyone else though? Honestly, I, if we're looking for a tying goal, it's either Rust. You or know what? Malkin that's a good right point. Now. Rust that's or a Malkin good point. Right now, honestly. Yep. I mean, there's the occasional Bluger or McCann. McCann. Yep. But yeah, these Canada on occasions. These guys have been clutch. Uh, not gonna lie, clutch um, the clutch. Rust the clutch. I, I gotta. No, it doesn't. Matter. Never mind. I, I gotta say that after Brian Rust scores this goal to tie it, I thought the Penguins would start to to pull away in this game, but it didn't happen. I mean, there's only three minutes and thirty nine seconds. Is that into the period? Into the period. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but honestly, the rest of that period, Howard actually stepped up his play after that. And was playing even better. And uh, so we go to OT, tied at one. Um, Luke Glendening, interference call in overtime. Um, good call or not? Yeah, I think, I mean, when you run someone into the boards, when the puck is in neutral zone and you're in the defensive zone or offensive zone, whichever team you are, yeah. I mean, the puck is... He's passed it already. You take two steps, you hit the guy. Is that not interference? Yeah, it's interference. Okay. So, I mean, and it was pretty blatant. Like well, if he had just bumped into him, I mean, honestly, I don't think they would have called it. It's overtime. Honestly, in overtime, um, it's got to be pretty blatant for it to for it to get called. But um, but that uh, penalty led to a power play goal from Crosby. Who else? On an absolutely beautiful feed from Malkin. Again. Again. Well, again. Something I'm seeing on the power play right now is the passing. Have you been noticing this? Yeah. That the passes are like crisp. Boom, 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 boom. And as a result, we're getting goals. And so that that's what I'm that's what I like what I'm seeing there. All three goals scored in this game by both teams were power play goals. That's true. Which I think is pretty Yeah. So Andrew, uh who's your player of game for uh Penguins at Red Wings? Evgeny Malkin. Okay. I can see that. Uh, he, awesome. he had two assists yes, on that he did. game. I thought, and he he was playing absolutely great. So you know, yeah. sure, yeah. Okay, my player of the game. On that, let me just say this too. Uh-oh. I'm very happy to see Evgeny or Gino continuing to play at the level he did when Crosby was gone. Yes, sir. So it's it's good to see that after a week, you kind of get a feel that. There's not going to be a drop off from Gino, which I will I'm say this. Sometimes I still think that when Crosby's in there, that he does tend to maybe take a shift off once in a while and uh, hustle. That's what I'm saying. And so, no, and that's not I'm not produce. Right. So anyway, um, so not the best game from the Penguins, but a good game. Uh, staying in the game, and then another OT winner, which is awesome. And then we come to Sunday's game, the rematch 
The third game of the season between the Bruins and the Penguins. The last game of the season between the Bruins and the Penguins. And you almost think, I mean, at least in my mind, I'm thinking when this game started, I'm thinking, oh gosh, here we go again. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, let's go, let's go back, get your thoughts on starting Murray over Jari in a game at home against Boston. Why are you eating food? So you are asking me what I thought of Sullivan's decision to play Murray over Jari in Sunday's game. Yeah, against Boston. I think there are a number of factors that went into that, uh, not the least of which is how Murray played against Detroit. Um, I thought he had a good game against Detroit and that there was a um, kind of a next level that Murray went to in that game. Mm -hmm. And so I think that Sullivan put him in in this game to see what kind of a um, what's the word I'm looking for, what kind of reaction he would have playing back-to-back games. Also, with the All-Star break coming up uh, and Jari actually going to the All-Star game, I think there was a bit of wanting to give him a bit of rest. Now, I I will say this. I have no idea who Sullivan's going to start this week. I was just about to ask you. Against uh, against Philly. I think he could very well go to Murray again. But, again, the first five minutes of this game for Murray was was awful. I mean, it was just, I mean, I'm going, here we go again. Um, Murray doing Murray stuff. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I, I think that uh, that's a lot of what went into that. Mm-hmm. Right. So on another note, uh, in this game, Pens were wearing their their uh, alternate jerseys, the yellow ones. Beautiful. They're beautiful. Be- they are beautiful we'll jerseys. I think I think every time we're playing at home on the weekend is when they wear those. Yes, I, I think, think you're that's right. what they're. I think you're doing right. this year, which um, I'm totally okie dokie with. So we begin. We begin the game. Eleven seconds in. <sighs> Bergeron scores on Murray. He does. On a such a weak. Yes, very shot. weak, very weak goal. I'm thinking nasty, nasty, nasty. It's going to be just like the last two games against Boston. We're going to. And we're going to look ridiculous. And and I'm I'm thinking I really that was a Murray that was a goal that Murray should have had. The announcer said something about the fact that that initial pass uh, that Murray probably thought it was going to Marchant, who was coming down the middle. But even so, um, as a goalie, you you have to track the puck. And so he's preparing for Marchant to get it. And when he doesn't get it, now he has to his mind has to go. Oh crap! The going further over mm-hmm. and by the time he gets over there he doesn't have time to get down and make the make the block and marsh and uh not marshant but bergeron uh burns him um yep. so that's what happened there uh at one point in this in this period i i thought sullivan was going to pull muzz mm-hmm. um he went to the back of the net to play the puck did you see this I play did see the, yeah. um and it was spooky yeah he got saved i think it was 
Agazino who slid across the ice and I don't know who it was, but but whoever it was deserves the the helmet. Murray should buy him dinner. Absolutely, but the shot went way wide, uh, and so they avert disaster at that point. Then Boston's second goal. Um, I'm going to put this goal not so much on Muzz, although I thought that the the puck could have been stopped. But um, I'm going to put it on Crosby, the Crosby line. They were mm-hmm. out there. They made an absolutely horrible play yeah. in their offensive zone. And also, zone. Chris Letang gave up the lane. He went over. I mean, he, he did. I guess he did. He made what a, he he made a bad. He, I think he made a bad. There were one or two things he could have done. Um, obviously, he made the wrong decision. But I mean, Johnson had, I if I'm remembering correctly, he had him come. He Johnson had the guy, the other guy, and Tanger went over to play, double team him, and he left him open. Yeah. To take the shot, and so, so um, just horrible defense all around. So yeah, uh, Bjork scored the goal. Anders Bjork. Bjork from Ork. Um, again, I thought this was a this was a goal that Murray could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him make stops on goals like that in the past, um, but again, uh, that was more on the forwards than it was on Muzz. Yep. So two goals in two minutes and two seconds. Um, against a team like Boston, you can't let that happen because if you get down to Boston, it is absolute – I mean it, – It's bad. It's a, it's hard work coming out of that – or digging out of that hole. So um, after – so after the, the two goals are scored – I don't know if you saw this, but the the fans started getting a little chippy on Muzz. Yeah, yeah. I just notification just came in. There's an article on the score. It's an app that does all sports, but it says Malkin scores scolds Penguin fans after Matt Murray jeered at home. Quotes: It was stupid. But Malkin defending Murray. Good for him, and and well he should. I mean, I understand. I understand the fans' frustration with Muzz. I do, but right here he says, Malkin says, it was stupid. I'm not understanding our fans. He won two cups for us. Why boo him? Why? If you come to the arena, support our team. All of us. We try. We play so hard this year. We work so hard through injuries. We play good hockey. We play good hockey. I understand. You pay money for a ticket. You do what you want. But it's tough to sit on bench and hear that. I don't like it. We hear that in Philly, not Pittsburgh. Well, well said. Well said. You can go Gino. find that on the score. Brandon Moran wrote it. It's a two-minute read five hours ago from 201, the 20th of January, in the year of our Lord, 2020. <laughs> okay, very well. Um, All right. And then... and then uh, Johnson scores for Boston. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, classic this- 2019 playoffs, Johnson. This is this is not um, this is not on Murray. This is not on Murray, and I think the fans knew that because yes. they didn't. They stopped booing him. It was a huge fluky goal, but now I will say this though: as much as the Penguins fans were chirping Murray in the first period, they were standing up and cheering for him in the third. Come on, guys. Okay, so but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, sixteen thirty-four so, into the period. So yeah, first period. Um. Yeah, so it's a fluky goal. It counts. Pens are down three one or three nothing. Three nothing. 
Yeah. Um, At this point, I kind of turned it off. I was like, yeah, screw this. We're, we're dead. Then I turned it on in the third, you know. <laughs> okay, so. Kind of changed my fiddle tune there. So then, uh, with just under three and a half minutes left in the first, Simone makes a, a, a ridiculous shot from about a foot in front of the goal line. A beauty of a pass. A beautiful from pass Crosby. from Crosby. Um, but as good of, as the pass was, the shot was even better because there's no way that anyone should be able to make that goal. I mean, Mario made goals like that all the time. Sid makes goals like that from time to time. Even Gino can make a goal like that. But Dominic Simone, I mean, that was that was a sweet Shows pass. you our depth, too. And big uh, Absolutely, guys making plays when they Absolutely. need to. Absolutely, um, but it, it was a, it was a great play. I think that goal saved Murray from getting pulled in that game. That's the very next note I have <laughs> on this game. Uh, that that I thought that that goal right there was a huge goal for the Pens because it looked as if they were starting to think that they couldn't beat this team. Yep. And for the last seven periods, with the exception of of the one. Uh, Second period in the first game that they played back in October, the the Bruins have owned the Penguins. Yep. Uh, a much-needed goal for the Penguins to come to 3-1 after one period. And I think this game could very well be the conference final oh, yeah. this year. Yeah, I agree. Unless the Maple Leafs come up big and make it past the first round. <laughs> Finally. Um but yeah, we'll see. But let me say this. This is another thing that I've noticed about Boston. And I don't know if it's just against the Penguins or if it's against all the teams in the league. But this team has the ability and the knack of just being in the way. Does that make sense? Boston is a pain. They're just, they're. I mean, you try to make a pass, they're in the way. You try to make a shot, they're in the way. And they always seem to be there with their sticks or their skates or their gloves and it's just frustrating, and you see why so many teams get after this Boston team. And the Penguins did it on Sunday, and it was getting chippy, and it was getting guys were getting angry and getting on both sides. And there were punches, uh, you know, face washes, cross checks, all these things were going on, and the refs were letting it go. So after one, three, one. Bruins. Then 33 seconds into the second, the Pens had to kill off about 20 seconds uh, that was left of a Boston power play, and they did it. Uh, and then as soon as it was over, they went down and they scored from Teddy Bluger, uh, from you guessed it, Sidney Crosby, in uh, another gorgeous no look pass between his legs. Bluger had, and again credit Bluger because the pass wasn't right on his stick. But he was able to kick it up to his stick, and he was in tight on a lock, and he roofed uh, the shot, and it was it was just a beautiful goal, um, and there it was, yep. uh, three two three two Bruins now um, with what was it uh, twenty seconds into the or thirty seconds thirty three seconds into the mm-hmm. period. We killed off a penalty, Chris Letang roughing penalty. Yep. Oh no. No, no, no. That no, that's no, no. that's bad, coming. Bad. That's coming. That's in the third period. Um, but the power play, uh, we got a power play a little over midway through the second. Uh, started off well, but then the Bruins got a few shots on the penalty kill, and I, I don't understand. Well, anyway, it happens. There were a bunch of uh, you know scrums and scraps that 
were cool. You have uh, on Chris Wagner uh, getting taken down by Crosby. Oh, Wagner was a, was a pain in the neck. Yeah. Wagner and Marchant and Chara. Yeah. And McAvoy. There was a point in the third. We were that we, it was after you know we were up. Okay. Third. I'll talk about that in a minute. Third period. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, power. No, no, no. We're, we're done in the second oh, period. There's nothing, there's nothing happening in the second. Chris, besides Chris Letang and Brad Marchand getting into a that's uh, what I wanted to talk about or roll around on the ground. Yeah, and they they uh, yeah. Can can I just say this? That I hate the rat. He looked like never. Yeah, don't don't. It go looked there. like that scene from keep the Lion it, King. Keep it PG. Lion King, you know, where since Simba and Nala are wrestling <laughs> on the ground, Marshawn just wanted to love up on, uh, you know, Chris yeah. Letang. You know, he, he's Chris like, Letang I love that just, flow, man. Yeah, you know? you're beautiful, Chris. And Chris Letang was like, "Get off I'll me, I'll get freak. a restraining order." You <laughs> oh, question. I just want to know something. So, if uh, a player, like say, I don't know, Crosby, you know, got a restraining order against Marshawn, would he legally be able to play against them? Ever again? I don't know. Probably not. Let's but do you, it. But you'd have to. You'd have to have grounds for it. They wouldn't just issue you a restraining order just because. The city of Pittsburgh might. Yeah, they might. They might. They might understand. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so um, so at the end of the second period, again, you mentioned this: the the Crosby and Wagner uh, pseudo scrum at the end of that second period. It was great. I I understand, but like I can understand where people are like Crosby's favorited by the refs because yes, that kind of could have been definitely definitely could have been interference. Kind of maybe could definitely could have been called. I said, but so so could have the oh uh, I know they were letting a lot go. They were letting game, a lot go, in which that I game. appreciate. Now, uh, quick, uh, one more quick note on the second period. I think about half about the halfway mark through the second period, Murray began to look like the Murray from a couple of years ago when he was winning Stanley Cups. Um, I think Murray may be back, the Murray that we need. I think that the Pens need 200% better when his job is on the line. I agree. He did last year when we were giving DeSmith more time. I agree. I think I did when he was trying to find hmm. Flower for that job. I think we keep both guys and split 50-50, you know, be like if you're not going to play well, you're going to get benched and we're going to give the other guy more time. I like what I see with the Penguins doing that. I've uh, said this before. And I I am all for I'm all for them splitting time between Murray and Jari. Okay, so the beginning of the third period, Tanger gets called for a very bad penalty. Uh, he got called for elbowing on the rat on the rat who who ducked under the check. I think though the reason this was called is they're keeping a special they were keeping a special eye on Marshawn and Tanger and so when you see I a think guy you go may after be right. that I think you, you may see be right. something you automatically think oh he meant to do that that's called later on in the period Tanger did something uh, interfered or tripped or 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 something hooks uh, I don't know if it was Marshawn but he. They let Tanger get away with one. So there was a makeup call in that game yep. that Tanger really got away with. Um, so I think it I think it balanced out because I think the ref, you know, once you call the penalty, you gotta you, call you the gotta, penalty. Yeah. You can't take it back. But um unless it's a goaltender interference. Right. Can, so so Tanger gets called for elbowing, um and, and he goes off. Uh but I, you know, if the refs hadn't made that call, uh it wouldn't have been as sweet when Jack Johnson scored his goal. Oh, yeah. Short-handed. I mean, I mean, he did score for Boston, so he made up for it. Yeah. With a little shorty. That's true. That's true. But, so, you know, if Jack Johnson doesn't score his two goals in this game, we get the scores right. Well, that's true. So we can hate on him all we want. There yeah. you go. Uh, anyway, really. he, he, our, he, our predictions, he's saying our predictions would have been correct. 
Um, yeah. But on the on the penalty kill, I don't I don't remember who it was, Tanev and and Bluger maybe, were were yeah. coming down the ice on I, a two on two. The, our best penalty kill guys, right? And there. the the Boston forwards were being fat and lazy on their power play, and I think and Johnson sees that. And he motors up and, to I mean, join Tanev, the rush. Tanev did a great job slowing the rush down Yep, and, to get Johnson and back. Johnson caught up. Tanev makes the little easy pass to him at the point, And Jack Johnson screams a slapper past Halak for the game-tying goal. Uh, absolutely sweet. It was a beauty. And uh, I also want to say that Wagner is fast becoming my second least favorite Boston Bruin. But, yeah. Just saying. I mean, Third for okay. me. You also, got Marshawn, you got Chara, and then Wayne. Well, McAvoy and McAvoy, Chara are also thugs. You know, they're both a bunch of jackasses. Just Pardon saying. Pardon my language. Just folks. saying. I'm going to put it in a little explicit logo. Right Just there. saying. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tanger did get away with a slash in this in the second half of the third period. But, again, I think that was a makeup call. Uh, and then the final goal of this game was amazing. What a beauty. It was amazing. Uh, and again, this is why Malkin is Malkin. And you take some of the stupid with him. You know, he some of the plays Just he like takes Chris off. Letang. Right. You, you, you take the good with the bad. Sometimes he, he, you, you sit there and you watch him. You go, why is he not hustling? But then he does stuff like this. He goes in. McAvoy has the puck. He chases him down in the corner. Knocks him out. Not knocks him out, but uh, separates him, him from the puck. Um flips that puck back to where he had just come from. Halak was over on the other side of the net expecting a wraparound or expecting the puck to come out that side. It doesn't. It comes up back to the other side, and Rust has about two and a half feet to shoot at, and he hits it. And the Pens are up 4-3. And that's how it would stay for the rest of the game. And now my player of the game, you probably won't won't, won't guess it. Uh, you take a shot at it. Take a shot. Um, well, there there's a lot of guys you could choose from. A lot of guys. You could choose Malkin for his uh, his passing. Sid had two two points in this game, but ultimately, if it were me, I'd give it to Murray. Just because I thought I thought he did as bad as he was in that first part of the first period. He was that great. From from about 10, 11 minutes left in the second period to the end, and he was making some fantabulous saveses. Saveses? Well, I mean, I, I would even <laughs> I would even say he locked it down at the end at the end of the first period. That's true. He started because Boston had like a, some huge chances to score. Yeah, uh, at the end of the first, but yeah, he was much better, yeah. and that's why I'm I am giving it to Murray. Oh, so, good job. Awesome. Yes. Murray is the player of the game. I was going to say Jack Johnson, you know, two goals, you know, big, 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 big lockdown defenseman. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no, I, I decided <laughs> to go with Murray. All right, Rust, Bluger. Yeah, Bluger take your pick. had a butt-ton of chances. Well, Simone had that first goal that Simone was beautiful. Was, Simone was playing re- – Simone has been playing really well. But before we get into the power rankings, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Penguin stuff is brought to you by nobody. We're not we're not sponsored yet. So if you guys are interested in sponsoring us, please 
Email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and love to have you sponsor our show. We would love to do that. Uh, what, what a sponsor basically is, this bot would be talking about what you are, what your product is, what you do as like, I don't know, whatever you're up to, we will discuss what, what we do and what we like about it. So if you are interested in sponsoring us, email us. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff, and now we're going to get into the power rankings before we predict the Philly game, the Philly game and the All-Star and Game. And we'll talk about the All-Star Game later <clears> here. <throat> uh, before we get started, I'm going to give you guys some honorable mentions. I've got four of them. Zach Aston-Reese is an honorable mention this week. Oh, wow. He, he got knocked down. I mean, they're... Agazino. he's playing well. He is playing well. Galchenyuk got a couple assists and a goal this week. And Dominic Cahoon. Not playing super well this past week, but he was playing very well. But, number 10 on my power rankings. Two goals against Boston. You know who I'm talking about. The one, the only, Jack Johnson. As much as, you know, he, he does some dumb things on defense, I had to give him a place on the power rankings. So he's number 10? He is number 10. <sighs> and Mer- uh, number 9. Big surprise. Big surprise for you guys. I will bet you money. Matt Murray. Really? Really. I mean, he's won the last five of his starts. And as poorly as he plays sometimes, he's been playing out of his gourd as of right now. Okay. Both guys were not listed last week. So. That's true. Just saying. Um. And then we have at number eight another guy who was not listed last week, not even as an honorable mention that I have written down. We have Dominic Simon. 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 No, he has been. I, I I don't really have a reason. They've just been playing well. Yes, he has yeah, been playing well. Everyone has been clicking as of late. <clears throat> yeah, and, and power ranking these guys. Is I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, probably gonna, I'm probably gonna get some hate for this next one, probably from you. Actually, no, I lie. We have Jared McCann at number seven. Okay. At seven, I think that's a little low for him. Oh, oh, just, just but that's all right. Just wait. I mean, that, having him at seven just shows how good the top six are. The top six are okay. I mean, six and seven could possibly be swapped. Okay, who you got six? Brandon Tanev. Yeah, see, I like Tanev. I like his game. I mean, I he, am coming around on him more and more and more and I mean, more. He, he doesn't score. He doesn't. I mean, he has. He produces assists sometimes, but he does stuff that doesn't show up on the score sheet a lot. Like Simone, a lot like Johnson. Yeah. You know, they play. They're more defensive minded. They're more agitators. They're more. Yeah. He I mean, gets, you can't be like Hornquist and agitate and score all the time. Right. He he gets under your skin and. So those are my bottom five. Okay, there's the bottom five. Tanev, McCann, Simone, Murray, Johnson. Six through ten. Okay. Number Number five. five. Our own Latvian, Teddy Bluger. <laughs> yes. Why would I be upset with Teddy Bluger? I know, I said our own Latvian. Yeah. I never said you would be upset with Bluger. Oh. What? what? 
You said I'd be upset with McCann being that low, or yeah, I said McCann. Yeah, but then but... I changed it because I, I was thinking you were the one that was in love with McCann at the beginning of the season, but that I was, was me. I was in love with him. Yes, you were. Because you placed him at nine. I was like, what the flip, man? When we were, you know, when you made your own. Yeah. Anyway, which is why I don't do it anymore. (laughs) Okay, so Bluger number five, number four. F. Gini Melchen. Gina. 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 If you say it in Russian accent, it's Gina. Okay, if you say so. I mean, you guys all know why why they're you know they're ranked the way they are because they been playing out of their gourds okay you know? so their gourds are basically on the ice so three guys ahead let me see if, if you can guess uh, i don't in no particular, not, not particular order, order in no particular order, i'm going to say rust crosby and hornquist am i right yeah that order too oh really no not really i'm just kidding okay who's three patrick hornquist 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 number three number three number two number two Rust. No. Brian Rust at number two. Sid's back one week. You're putting him number one. Eight points, four games. Man was out for like a century. He didn't miss a beat. You have to put him at number one. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. And I mean, it's not anything Rusty hasn't done. I mean, he has kind of stepped it back see, a bit from See, producing. for me, I, with with Rusty at the, at the top spot, I don't think he did anything. That should knock him out of the top spot last week. He was in the top spot last week. I think he, he was in the top spot last week. Yes, he, he was. was. I, that's what I'm saying. He, he was. Right. So that's why I'm saying I, I don't think he did anything this week to lose that. And I and, and look, taking nothing away from Crosby's week, he had a great week. He'll probably want to be one of the three stars of the week this week. But what I'm saying is this: is that even even with that. Rust did some amazing things this week as well. And so I, I think I, I have no problem with your one and two. I just think they should be reversed. That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm No, no, no. And that's fine. That's fine. That's why we do this so we can have this conversation and this banter. I think it's good. So uh, let's talk about some of these injuries, and then we'll get to our predictions for next week and the All-Star game and all that jazz. I have some good news. Okay. What's some good news? But first, let's get to the bad news first. Okay, bad news is... Dominic Simone. Injured. Left Sunday's 4-3 overtime win against Boston. It was not an overtime win. Penguins, get it right. Yeah, it wasn't an overtime win. What are they talking no, about? No, I don't know what they're talking about. Lower body injury. He will play. Okay, so he's against not... Against Philly. He's not out. He's not out. But he has, but a, he lower, has a lower body okay. injury. However, our other Dominican... Dominican, Dominic, Dominic, Cahoon. Sorry, will be out with a concussion. He uh, suffered it in first period against the Boston Bruins. Oh, who else? Shocker. Thug, thug the, meat right there. The thugs. He is out. Domo still out. Okay, so what's Bukestad still out? But we have good news. Gensel's still out. What? What's What's the word on the concussion? Day to day? Uh, no, he's just out. I don't know. No timetable then on his return. No timetable, no. Okay. But. That makes sense with a concussion. Defenseman Justin Schultz participated in a full contact uni. Sweet. Yesterday, Monday. And wasn't ruled out of playing Tuesday, today. Okay. He will not be. He's not. So so let me ask you this question. Uh, Our bottom line defenseman, Ricola Ruedel. Yeah. Which of those guys do you scratch when Schultz comes back? Well, I mean, you got to take in 
uh, try, uh, I don't know um, what handed they both are. Mm-hmm. I think Rico is a righty. Ruido's a lefty. Yeah, Ruido's a left-handed. Rico's right-handed. Schultz is also left-handed. Okay. So I mean, you have to take in consideration to that. Right. Right. I would have to say. I I would I would scratch Rico. Okay. I mean, Look, and, and I mean the handedness didn't play anything into. I was just making a statement about that, but. And I'm not. I'm not. I like what I'm seeing from Ruido. I think he would play pretty, really well. With Marino, and Ruido on the same line. Okay. So even though they're both left-handed, but I think so. Right now, Ruido could play. Our D awesome. pairings are. Latang and Johnson. Johnson. Patterson and Patterson Marino. and Marino. And Ruedel and Ricola. See, because before Schultz got injured, it was him and Pedersen. So I say you keep those guys together. Yeah. And move Marino down to play with Ruedel. Or another thing you could do, move Marino up to play with Latang, take Johnson and put him with Ricola and scratch Ruedel. Because that was a better pairing a while back. Yeah, I I don't know what I don't know what Sullivan's gonna do. But it, it should be interesting to see when Schultz comes back. I mean, it is it's, it, if he comes back. If he comes it's back. It's just one game. And then you have right. that whole all-star break. And then we have a bye week right after that, too. Right. So we have an extended break, which right. is nice for our injured guys. Our, our next back. game is the 21st, and then we have 10 days off till the till our next game, which yeah. is the 31st. We have all-star break, which is Wednesday, I think, or Thursday. It's Thursday. To Sunday is the All-Star break, because then the All-Star weekend. You have 23rd, 26th to travel, and then games start back up on the 27th, but we have an extended four-day rest, being our bye week, and then we play in Philadelphia. Yes. Or at home against Philadelphia. Um, We're traveling to Philly this week. Are we? Yeah, that's what my calendar says right here. Well, then you would know. It says at PHI. Yep, that's what I got. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. 4.30 Pacific. All right, so speaking of that game, let's uh, predict it. I am in the lead now. Congratulations. <laughs> so, By um, one point. I mean, two points. Two points. And technically, I've won more still. So we have the same record, 30 and 16. Oh, we do? I have chosen two of the games I have predicted the score exactly right. So, so that's that why puts you're me ahead. That puts me ahead by two All points. Right. Makes sense. So... Um, here we go. At Philadelphia, I have first pick. I am going to say in this game um, that we will beat Philadelphia, and I think we will win by a score of four to two. Four to two. Four to two. You're saying four to two. Okay. Okay. Now, my prediction is going to have to go basically, like, we don't know who's going to start this game. Right. And I would say you start Jari. Okay. In my opinion. I mean, yes, he's going on the All-Star break, but it doesn't really. I don't I don't think that matters. You want to win before the All-Star break. You don't want sure. to go into the break with that bitter taste in your mouth. We're also in Philadelphia. Yes. Jari plays better on the road than Murray. Okay. You. So I'm going to say I don't want to lose to you again. So I'm going to... I don't want to get further behind in the prediction, so I'm going to hedge my bets and say Pittsburgh wins. But score 5-1. to 5-1. to one. Okay. Now, here's here's the one thing. 
I will say about this. Um, if if hello, who was that? I don't know. Someone's talking. Wasn't your wife though? Don't worry. Okay. <clears throat> I will say this: that if you continue to just pick the teams that I pick. Oh, I know, but 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 we have the All Star Game. It's worth. Well, no, no, the All Star Game doesn't count because doesn't count because you said that at the All Star break, that's when the competition ends. Oh, you're right. I did say that. I totally forgot. Okay. So you may want to change your prediction here, because otherwise, I've got it. Fair point. Even if even if you pick the thing right, I still win by one. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> dun dun dun. Oh, Words are coming back to bite me. I was doing that because at the time I was like kicking rear. <laughs> I scratched and clawed my way back. A lot like the pens have been doing a lot this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Um, all right. You know, we're going to go wild here. Um, Philly wins. going to say Murray's in net. No. Um, score of 2-1. to 2-1 to one Flyers. 3-1. to one. We'll, we'll say they get the empty netter. 3-1 to one Flyers. Okay. All right. So that is the prediction for this week, and I say the because we only have one. Um, and, of course, we will have the All-Star break. We're, there will not be a podcast the 28th. There will not. There won't? There won't be, will there? Why wouldn't there be? We're going to talk about the All-Star game. You're right. We, had, game. we do have to do that, don't we? Okay, never <laughs> mind. There will be a podcast. Don't listen to Andrew. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um <laughs> So let's 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 uh, let's talk about the All Star Game. So we've how much got, money were we betting on this? You said twenty bucks. Twenty bucks a piece, or ten bucks a piece. I thought it was. It doesn't matter to me if you want to do ten bucks a piece. I feel like ten bucks a piece is the, more uh, in my ten, price. Ten bucks on the table. That means whoever wins gets twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So chill. That's chill. I'm okay. Cool. I'm cool with it. I vibe with it. Okay, so we have. The ladies three on three. Ladies three on three. I have the roosters right here. Let me pop that up. Okay. For the elite women's three on three for the American team, you have Alex Carpenter, Kendall Coyne Schofield, this is captain, Brianna Decker, Amanda Kessel, sister of your own Phil Kessel, Hillary Knight. They're, he's not our Phil Kessel. He anymore. was that. Jocelyn, I'm going to botch this last name. Jacqueline Lamorex Davidson. Lamaru? Lamaru, probably. Davidson. It's got an X. I don't know. Say Davidson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anne Pankowski. Annie Pankowski, excuse me. And then your defensive players are Casey Bellamy, Lee Stickling. I'm probably watching that one too. And I'm going to watch this one. Alex Cavallini is the goaltender. Awesome. That's the ladies. In case, okay. I, in case you watch women's hockey, which I don't. I don't. And then for your Canadians, those are some bad last names. Yeah, good luck with that. Megan Augusta, Melody Doust, I believe, Sarah Nurse. I bet you bottom buck that that is Darnell Nurse's sister. I wouldn't know. Rebecca, he plays for the Oilers. Yeah, I know. Rebecca Johnston, Marie-Philippe Pouline. Pouline? Natalie Spooner. That's an easy last name. Blairy. Blairy. Turnbull. I should have rehearsed these. 
Renata Fast. Laura. Laura. We're not a fast. Renata. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Renata. I'm not making fun of your yeah, name. Yeah, you are. I really am not. Laura Fortino. And she's probably making more money than you. The, well. And Renee. There's no doubt about that. Most people in this nation are making hey, more I, money. Hey, hey, hey. I've just got one more name. Okay. And Renee Desbinis. Yeah, I probably botched like seven of those last names. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Okay. Those so are your who, ladies. So who do who do you got winning that game? I mean, they have played. I, I you know, uh, expositions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be different because it's three on three. But I got to go with Team Canada on this one. Okay. You know, Andrew has Canada. I have USA. You really have USA, really? I do. I do. Alrighty. Okay. So now, uh, to why, why why do you have USA? I just think the USA. I I have. Uh, yeah, I'll speak English, man. Um, patriotic pride in my country. All right. See, I I wish I was Canadian. So there you go. Um, plus the Canadian ladies are cuter. So yeah, you say so. <laughs> um, I like Kendall. I like show. She's doing Dunkin' Donut commercials yeah. now with pasta. I'm I, like, I like the, I like the, uh, Gish. I like the one where she chirps at him about holding this coffee, and he's like, "Pasta's feelings are hurt." Pasta's feelings are hurt, and he skates away. I like the one. Have you seen the one about sweaters? Yes, that is hilarious. I need. To, I do a little each time I'm in the box. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, all right, so now we continue on. To our brackets, so we have the east, the, excuse me, the east bracket, and then we have the west bracket, and then in those, you have the Atlantic and the Metro playing against each other, and then you have the Central and the Pacific against each other, and then we're going to pre- predict the scores and the outcomes, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and, this, and is this, this, this is just for fun. Winner gets a banana. There you go. So okay, so um. Atlantic versus Metro. I am going because the pens are in the Metro. I am going to take yeah, the Metro. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the Metro winning that game, and I will say it'll be eight to six. Eight to six. All right. Um, Metro reigning champs. Yep. Of the All Star game, um, All Star tournament, I guess. But a lot of different faces. Yes. For the Metro, I mean, you got Panarin, who this is his first. You have Oshie's first. Konechny got his first. Heshire got his first. Slavin with his first. And Tristan Jari from your Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins. And I mean, oh, and you got some returners like Latang and I think Barzell was there last year as mm-hmm. well as Holtby and Jones. Barzell played with Latang and Crosby too. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Did he? Is Barzell defenseman? No, Barzell is a forward. But I mean, the way this is, you have four forward, uh, four defensemen, and I'm pretty sure Latang will be playing forward. Yeah, Latang was the defenseman. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, Barzell yeah. did play. Barzell with, did play for with, with Crosby. With Crosby. So yeah, I I will too uh, say Metro will win this. Um, not just because the Penguins, but I like the lookup of uh, their at least their goaltender situation mm-hmm. more than the Atlantic, who have Frederick Anderson and Andre Vasilevsky, who both have been pretty underperforming from what well, i've seen well uh, now again if if the uh if the officials look at 
what Vasilevsky does and, and just happen to say, no, that puck didn't cross the line when it clearly did, then then they got a good shot at it. Sorry, still bitter about that uh, one. Uh, okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It took okay. you a while, but got you, got you, got you got you. You got there. Okay, so what what's your score on that one? Uh, you know, t- ten to five. Ten five. If I it probably was the score last year, I think. That's okay. Okay, <laughs> Central Pacific. You take this one. Yeah, Central and Pacific. Right now, I'm just, I'm looking at the rosters, and I mean. That Pacific roster is stacked. It is. But, I mean, ho, ho, ho. What the flip? Marc-Andre Fleury ain't in the All-Star game this year, folks. He hasn't been having one of his stellar years. But looking at these rosters, both, I'm going to be honest, both are stacked. I mean, you got McKinnon, Kane, O'Reilly, Shifley in the... Atlantic or no Central, and then I mean McDavid and Drysaddle alone, plus Pacioretty, Pedersen, Hughes, Giordano. But again, I'm going to look at the goaltending situation, and I'm going to say the Central is going to come out on top here. Score eight to two five. Again, yeah. Okay. Um, I too am taking the Central. Again, I was looking. I was looking at this. The Pacific Division has a lot of top-notch scorers on that team. But again, I think that the goaltending situation in, in the Central, yeah. just like you said, I think it's I think it's uh, higher than what uh, what the Pacific has, and I think they'll win 10-5. 10-5? Yep. You have 11-7 written down. Or, I'm sorry, 11-7. I was looking at 10-5. I was looking <laughs> at yours. Uh, 11-7. Thank you. Thank you. So that puts the Atlantic... Versus the Pacific in the Constellation game for both of us. And the Metro versus the Central in the title game for both of us. Yep. All right. Do you want to take the Constellation game first or the... Or I the... will take the championship game. Okay. Let's, Metro. Then let's do the the uh, the uh, Constellation game first. All right. Um, I think the Pacific Division with that with that offensive talent is going to roast Vasilevsky and Anderson. I just think I, I, I think that game's gonna be like twelve to five. Pacific. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. You said the Pacific? I said Pacific will win. Because I think I think their offensive players, McDavid, Drysidle, Hurdle, Kopitar, Pacioretty, Kachuk, I think those guys are going to score like they're just going to make they're just gonna make these guys look silly. I think. I I um yeah I mean you look at the Atlantic roster and I mean they are good players, but the only ones that really stand out to you you know you got Pasternak and Eichel really. And maybe Matthews. Time. <coughs> also, I got a note here. Mark Andrew, Mark uh, Fleury chose not to play. <coughs> oh, I knew that. Yeah. Kemper, uh, Couture, and Silverberg were all um, replaced. Because they didn't want to? Uh, 
Silverberg had a personal issue that he, uh, there's nothing on there. Uh, Couture is an injury. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why Darcy Kemper was replaced. All right. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I think I think you're right. And I think it's going to be a bigger score for both sides than uh, what you said. Yeah, I'm, I was just looking I was just looking at the I mean, Pacific's do... goaltending situation and I, I mean, they're big, but they're both first-timers. I don't know if that has anything. I mean, I think yeah. you would have to like brain farts or whatever. I'm going to change my score to 12-8. Yeah, I mean I mean you do have Pasternak and Eichel and Huberdo and Matthews who are going to light the lamp quite a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to say a score of 14 to 12. Whoa. That'll be a fun game to watch. Hope, if you're I right, and you're saying Pacific, or are you saying Atlantic? I'm saying whichever team Matt, uh, McDavid's on. Pacific. Pacific. Okay. So far, we both are choosing the same teams. Yeah. So you've got the championship game. Metropolitan <sighs> versus Central. And as much... McKinnon, Kane, O'Reilly, Perron, Shifley, yeah. Seguin, Stahl. So, I mean, you got McKinnon versus Latang as the captains there. Yossi and Petrangelo. Yeah, <laughs> firepower in the central, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, as much as I, it burns me to do this. I have to go central division. I mean, you look, and a lot of these guys aren't big names on their team. They're just having a heck of a year on the central. On the in no in the metro. Yeah, I mean Latang's big, but he's not like Crosby, Ovechkin big. Barzell is, you know, Heshire, Konechny. They're all like. They're just having a great year. Yeah. I mean, Latang wasn't even supposed to be there. Anyway, so I have got to go central because, I mean, you got McKinnon, you got Kane, you got O'Reilly, you got Shifley, you got Sagan. They are, you know, you know what you're getting with them. A score of 17. Whoa! 17 to 10. You think the central's going to score 17 times no, 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 on no, no, Holt no. being yeah, Jari? 7 to 5. 7 to 5. Bring it down a notch there. Yeah, no, it, okay. Uh, I just want to see goals, you know? Yes, everybody wants to see goals. Um I mean it's something that doesn't really matter, I think. I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna pick the Metro. Okay. Um for one, just to shake things up yeah, so yeah, that yeah. we don't have the exact same bracket. Yeah, that's that's kinda why I went with the central because I knew you were gonna go with the metro. Actually I was I was gonna go whichever way you didn't. Okay. I mean this this if we're right in the central and the metro get there. Right. It'll be good. It'll be it'll fun be, to watch. It'll be high scoring, highfalutin, tooting. It'll be fun to watch. Open. Absolutely. Um, good time, guys. I think the final score will be nine to eight. Nine to eight. Nine to eight. All right. All right. All I right. think that'll be the final. Yep. That's what I got. <clears throat> okay. So we address the elephant in the room? Horton, you mean? No. Um, For those of you who are listening and have listened in the past, you're probably wondering, they sound different. Well, that's because we're in a new studio today than we normally are. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're actually in my office, and we're doing it here because... For one, the acoustics are might I think are a little better. It does it's not as echoey as it was up upstairs. Yeah, um, there is traffic noise. Right, because we're right on the highway out here. 
So, um, yeah. And I, I like this. Eventually, what would be cool is to get a camera set up, be able to video our podcast. Because, I mean, you guys, you know, you got the, you got the ambiance, you know. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think it would be fun. I'd have to clean up a little bit. Yeah, I'd give you reason <laughs> to. Also, little uh, side note, if you're following us on Instagram, uh, Pittsburgh is second in the league when wins. In wins. I put that out there. Yeah, 32 now. <coughs> Just behind Washington, who's at 33 last I checked. which is, That's big. I mean, the story of... I have us at 30 wins. 31 wins. 31. Okay, 31. I thought it was... I, I am, Didn't we win yesterday, though? Yeah. Sunday? Yeah, that put us at 31. All right, so yeah, 31. Just below Washington at 33 and just ahead of the Blues at 30. I mean, that is big for us. I mean, we're one of three teams. Those three teams are the only teams to peak past 30 wins, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah Especially I mean, everything we've gone through. And this, this this story is resilience. Absolutely. And no matter how we end in the playoffs, because I will bet you money will make the playoffs 15 years in a row, 14 years in a row. I would be, I would be shocked if we didn't. Now, here's – and here's the thing, all right, for Pittsburgh – um, we're 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 one point behind Boston in the standings, league wide. Um, we have three more wins than they do. They have twelve overtime yeah. losses. If you can get losses. Boston to overtime, you have a good chance at a, winning. A win in that game. They they only have eight re, uh, regulation or uh, uh, ten regulation losses. He, here's the thing. Uh, another thing that's pretty awesome about Pittsburgh, um, since December 1st, the game we lost in Boston was only our third regulation loss since December 1. That means we've gotten points in every game but three. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's big. That's very big. So uh, one game this week, uh, Tuesday versus the blasted Philadelphia Flyers. Um Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, all that you do. And, and again, if you um, yep, yep, yep. want to get in touch with us, you can email us at uh, penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com or you can hit us up on uh, Instagram or Facebook. It's at penguinstuffofficial. It and is. we would love to hear from you, um, get to know you a little bit more. We also would love for you to share the podcast. podcast. I know uh, we're on a lot of the fan sites on Facebook and we share it on Instagram. But if uh, you would take that link and share it, uh, the joy of Penguin stuff with all of your friends uh, who love hockey and even those who don't, who knows? Um, maybe, maybe, we can, maybe we can uh, inch them closer them, yes. to loving hockey the way we do. It would yes. be awesome to do that. And um, we would love to give you a shout out as well. Um, if, if you have things that you'd like to share with us. We're trying to talk to everyone about what their favorite moment of the season is so yep. far. So email us that stuff. We would love to hear from you. You know what you. my favorite moment is? So far? So far? Malkin's turnaround? Well, that, yes, but apparently that's... Anyway. <laughs> it would have to be Teddy Bluger's shootout win against... Who was that? Against the Avs? Yes. Agreed. That that whole shootout was my favorite moment. But Teddy Bluger, yeah. 
That and was also epic. just the, uh, again, you're going to say this isn't a moment, but the whole season has been crazy. It has. It has. What a, it's such a great time to be a Penguins fan. It is a great time it's to be a, a Penguins time. fan. I mean, any time's a great time to be a Penguins fan, but especially when they're winning. And thank you for listening, Penguins fans, and, and let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do <laughs> do